What up, podcast people? Thanks again for tuning in and supporting the podcast. This episode is a little bit different. We switch hot seats and have Serena ask me questions. Tune in as I nervously fumble my way through the questions I've been asking other creatives. You'd think I'd have figured it out by now. If you liked this episode and enjoyed having Serena host the podcast, give us a shout and share this on social media and we'll get her to do more episodes. Thanks for listening. See ya. Wait, so how do I, um, how do I podcast? Wait. Did I do it right? I think so. All right. Well, it's your show, so you, you should start this off. And fit. You should find your way of starting this. I think it'd be funny. Wait, what do you usually say? I usually say, hey, are you to I'm me? Juan, and I run 2M, and this is the podcast, which we have no name for, but we need one still. So, you know, let us know. Is that good? This is a mockery. <laughs> this is a farce. <laughs> you should introduce it the way you would. I like Rowan's intro. It sounded more natural. You do one. You should do your own. I do. I do. I did like Rowan's. Yeah, Rowan's was good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would say. I would say. Well, you should. Well, I address the audience. Do a little hey. bit of a spiel on who's next. Obviously, when you address the audience, you okay. thank them for listening. I've got it. All right, let's go. Hey, I am not Juan. We are interviewing Juan. Go. Go what? You didn't <laughs> ask me a question. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? What do you do? Uh, my name is Juan. I am somebody who creates a ton of content on different mediums, podcasting, creating videos, Photography, but I definitely identify as a photographer and I on the side run the 2M podcast as well as all the other things that come with it like the YouTube show the vlogs and the Instagram that's, that's a me. lot of stuff that's me that's you that's me I do things that's a lot of stuff how do you mm-hmm. manage your time I find that waking up early and trying to do stuff early in the morning when everybody is asleep helps i don't always get things done on time as you would know so true some posts come in late the vlog comes in late fairly often it's a laptop issue it's more of a technical issue than anything (laughs) but it's a matter of figuring out things that you want to prioritize first getting rid of the things that aren't essential to that. So I've been doing my best to cut out a lot of weird downtimes. What distracts you? Um, Instagram, for sure, distracts me. But I try to make it productive by using it as a source of inspiration. So whenever I'm in a lineup or something and I pull up my phone, it can be very distracting, but also it gives me a a bit of time to look for sources of inspiration other things that distract me i like cooking so if i'm at the grocery store and i just feel like i want to cook stuff i'm lost in those aisles until i find something that particularly i find appealing and then start coming up with do you use instagram for that too inspiration wise no not really really no i feel like yeah no not really i just crave something and then just try to make it yeah 
do you find looking through social media is helpful for inspiration or is it detrimental at times? It used to be very detrimental. It's always been discouraging before. Why? Because starting out, starting out, I didn't like the idea of sucking. Like it was, but it was. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think anybody likes to suck, but it's inevitable when it's something that you haven't done before. And looking at all these photos or content, and thinking to yourself, "Man, like I suck," was very discouraging until I started looking at it in a different way. And it's a matter of how you think. Obviously not the easiest thing to adjust, Mm -hmm. but definitely starting to look at it in a way that is more... more... Productive? Productive, I suppose. Is to look at it and see what you could take from that, or what is it that I liked that... why I liked it, why this was good, asking these questions, and how I can bring that into my work Um, before I would just look at something and say like this is too good I can't do this seriously just Hmm. look at it like how would I ever get to that level and now it's I want to go there I want to do that and then bring my own take on it Mm -hmm. because while the ideas aren't necessarily my own I could take something from that if I do it myself get inspired and bring my own twist into it and see if I can make it better so it's definitely a shift in thinking. So now it's a little bit more productive. That's good. Mm-hmm. What is something you've purchased recently that has made an impact on your creative pursuit? Audio gear. This mic, I bought my own. This is yes. my friend's. I'm going to return it, I swear, I promise. And I'll <laughs> never bother you again for this mic, and maybe we'll go out for lunch. <laughs> but buying audio gear has definitely affected this podcast immensely. I get a lot less complaints on audio quality, and now everybody just says the content's good. Buying audio for the vlog is great because people can actually hear me. I probably still need to do something about anything that involves wind, but... Yes, for the vlog. Significantly affecting quality. The other thing would probably be an ND filter for videos because you can't always shoot in... Oh, right. ...in soft sunrise sunset light and you, you'll be out and about in the middle of broad daylight which is what made the vlogs in milan paris and london very difficult because it's trying to find shade so right. yeah, gear yes. in a nutshell yes um what is something you are obsessed with right now so there's this youtube channel that um, I find myself very distracted by every now and then. And now I've been so absorbed that I would watch everything that comes out. It's this guy called uh, Alex French Guy Cooking. And there's something about his humor and the way he makes his videos that you just sort of get sucked in. And if you want to know what I mean, go watch the first episode of the ramen series. Oh my goodness, yes. The ramen series is so good. And literally, after an hour watching through all those episodes, you will be making your own instant ramen noodles. Have you made instant ramen noodles? I haven't made the noodles part, but I've definitely made everything else. Oh my goodness. It's... Now I want ramen. There's still some in the fridge. Oh my goodness. We might have ramen. Maybe we can have ramen. (laughs) Okay. Um, Is there a new belief or behavior 
that has improved your, I guess, creative pursuit? There's a lot, for sure. And it's obviously something that comes over time. But one belief that I would say has helped is to try no matter how much I'm doubting myself. So I've never really had a whole lot of time as a photographer, just literally started out and I've spent most of my life as a software developer going through that craft and it's never been something that why do you grimace when you say software developer? I don't know. Is it really that bad? I don't... You, like, closed your eyes and everything. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think it's that bad, but I definitely never um, thought that it was a possibility for me. There was always that doubt, like, no, it's not practical, or you're not good enough. And what does you... practical mean to you? To me... Doing something, well, first of all, practical means like being able to get the bare minimum. So having some place to sleep, mm-hmm. at least have food so that I can function. That's the bare minimum. That's practical. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's being able to find a way to do something that you like sustainably and make that the source of sustaining the basic bare minimum. Because... If you're doing something that you really just despise and you wake up every day loathing like to go to work or whatever, that's eight hours of your day, that's 40 hours a week that you're just down and that's 168 hours and you're going to be doing that for the rest of your life and that's not really sustainable because you'll be so drained. So what's sustainable is finding a way to do something that makes you happy. Because if you're constantly feeling that uh, joy in what you're doing, obviously not consistently, like 90%, hopefully, 80. That sounds pretty consistent. 80, 80, 75, like better than 10. B plus. B plus. If you're B plus happy doing something regularly, (laughs) that's practical. Because that's sustainable. Happiness is sustainable. Happiness is sustainable. It's not sustainable to do something that makes you unhappy. Right. That's what I think. And that's what's practical. Right. Practical, sustainable, same thing. <laughs> Interchangeable. Is it? No. Okay. Um, what do you do when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused? Probably go watch Alex French Guy cooking. And this helps you? This helps me take a step back and... First of all, I like cooking, so it's a nice little bit of a break. I love <laughs> the humor, so it's nice to mix it. I... Whenever I get nervous or in tense situations, I have this need to throw a joke in there. (laughs) It's just my, just, as long as it's not so inappropriate, obviously, and I'll definitely tread that line. Yes, you do. I need to throw something in there to kind of give me my laughter back because when I get tense, it's just like everything's just clamming up. So I need to throw a joke in there, so it's nice for me to watch something that's a little bit uh, less stressful, so taking a step back from what's overwhelming, for sure. Um, One other thing, which is actually weird and you'll probably find very strange, is going through the spreadsheets. What? Mm Mm-hmm. No, you don't. I do. 
Oh my so goodness. as much as I despise how organized, it's, it's hard. <laughs> to me, organi- that organization can feel like mental clutter uh-huh. because I always feel like I need to keep things within that funnel. But when I look through it, it's like, oh yeah, the vision is clear again. Well, it's there for you. I know, I know. And that's why I mean is it actually does help me kind of realize that there is a structure to this and it's not just everything. Madness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> chaos there's order in the chaos (laughs) so as someone who doesn't or says they don't consume a lot of media when you're unfocused you go watch media yeah so i do my best not to spend a lot of time on things like instagram like if i'm on the again if i'm in line or something and i just absolutely have nothing i'll go on instagram and it's something i've started to do now is leave comments on things that I like actually like things and be a little bit more active on social media because it is a social media platform which means being social mm-hmm. so I've been doing that a lot more and it's actually helped my creative a fair bit just kind of thinking and seeing things differently and um, immersing myself in that Right, has helped but because I'm doing a lot of things like podcasting, vlogging, um, I find that if I go into that space, I end up taking away time from doing all of that. And that's why that's what I mean when I say I don't consume a lot is because I'm trying to make a lot more. Mm-hmm. So Makes sense. Yeah. Um, what is a piece of advice you would give to someone who's starting out and wants to do what you do? Um... I would say the biggest thing is to try. Try things. Um, That's so Gary V. I would not... I won't. <laughs> I would not know that I would enjoy podcasting and bringing people on the show, asking the questions, or even just talking about my process. I would not know that I like making videos and editing them to music and making B-roll. I would not know that I would enjoy photography so much that I would want to pursue it as a career. I would not know that I loved London so much that I would go there and probably live there. London's the best. Isn't it? I would not know all of these things if I didn't try. I always say, if you ever have an interest in travel, at any point in your life that you have the opportunity, go and take it. Because it'll open up everything. You will see things that you like that you never thought existed. You'll realize things that you don't like, that you've just kind of accepted as the norm. The world opens up. Not necessarily just focus on travel, but it, that advice sort of applies to everything else. Is If there's anything that you're particularly interested in, or you see somebody, or they're doing something that you liked, or just like, that, that, that seems interesting, or that feels good, Go reach out to that person. Try doing that and see where that takes you. Because again, if you find that that's what makes you happy, that's the practicality of it. What do you think stops people from trying new things? Probably failure, fear of failure, judgment from others, further failure, taking a risk because it's likely to lead to failure. Ooh, I think there's a theme here. (laughs) <laughs> it seems that it's failure so how do you get over that anxiety and just do it there's many 
people that say just do it and as much as that advice is so real I can understand why it's so hard because even for me I'm still baby stepping my way into photography filmmaking podcasting but I remember doing the first vlog and thinking to myself ah like I suck this is gonna you flop. You didn't do anything. I didn't. I didn't do anything. <laughs> but I made it. And I put it out there. And I did my best to kind of say, ah, it doesn't really matter what other people think. And it's not easy. There's always that fear that people are gonna look at your work and say, that sucks. And before you even put it out there, you're already thinking of what could go wrong. Which you don't even know because you can't predict what's going to happen. You can have guesstimations. that a word? Yes. You can have educated guesses on what could come out of it, but you'll never really know unless you try. And that's one thing. But... So... I've been I've been raised to like not really care about failure I guess maybe in a little, in a sense but to me I would rather try and fail than regret not So it's regret that drives you I think it might be regret that drives me and that might help other people who are afraid of failure is It's very Gary V I don't know if I want to get into this, but... <laughs> well, I guess my next question was going to be top inspirations and influences. Well, before before we go into that... Okay, I did, I okay did wanna, sorry. I did want to touch into um, that regret aspect is... Again, when I said you have when you have an opportunity to travel and you're even the slightest bit interested in it, go and take that leap. Because you never know if that opportunity is going to be there tomorrow the next day, the next month, the next year, you might end up falling into a job, falling in love and like wanting to lock in and that person is like, no, I don't want to go anywhere. And it's now going to be that struggle. And when you have that chance, while you have that chance, I implore everybody to take it. Saying hi to that person, going and picking up a microphone and podcasting, picking up a camera and vlogging, picking up that pencil and starting to draw, going to a meeting and presenting yourself, networking, all these things that we are so afraid that other people would laugh at and say, oh, like you look ridiculous or you're just going to flop and it's gonna be a waste of time. That's their opinion, and they're more than welcome to have that. And those are people that I try not to associate with because that kind of opinion definitely drags me down. But they don't know, and they don't share the same interests and regrets that you do. And I think that... I would much rather go try and see what turns out of this Take that chance instead of looking back 5, 10, 30 minutes to 30 years from now and thinking, I wonder what would have happened if I just did the thing that I wanted to do, but I let 
my parents, my partner, my friends stop me because they would say that's stupid or they weren't they weren't happy with what I was doing. They don't share the same interests as me, so I'm not gonna let that and do my best not to let that uh, stop me. Do you find that difficult? Very, very difficult. How do you tune that out? I always think that people are very much entitled to their own opinion and we're all very unique and have our own circumstances and interests and they're not always going to align. It's about knowing what I like and what I'm interested in and hoping to God that my friends like it too or care enough to support, but if they don't, I'm not going to let them decide what's right for me. I'm going to try and I'm going to be okay if it flops and they come to me and say, I told you so, you know what we're going to do. Um, it's very hard to tune out, uh, especially the closer they are to you. But what I've found is, again, the notion of just trying and just doing it. Um, they're going to say they're concerned or I don't know if you might have missed the boat or everybody's doing it like do you like is this what you really want to do they can all have these thoughts and questions and concerns and whatever else but ultimately at the end of the day we have the control mm -hmm. and we get the say we get the final say in what we want to do whether it's something that they approve or disapprove of because I mean, they decided that they want to slow me down and that's their thing and they decided that what's right for them is this, but what I've decided is right for me or what I've decided I'm going to see if it's right for me is one thing and whether they choose to support it or not, that's also their decision and that's not something I'm going to push on them and just pray that they're cool with it, I guess. Interesting. My. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, my previous question. Yes. Top influences and inspirations. Yes. Um, Rowan asked this last time. So I said Gary Vaynerchuk, very big into creating content. It's probably what inspired everything that I'm doing. And everything you say, it's very apparent. Yeah, but I swear I've been saying these things <laughs> well long before I listened to him. Probably, Probably true. I've read read books that share similar uh, philosophies. Um, Peter McKinnon, big fan of his photography and his vlogging style and his B-roll is just unreal and I'm very much trying to... And the ND filters. Well, I have them. Yes. I needed ND filters. I might as well support an artist that has inspired me to do great things. Who else did I list? Mango Street is huge in terms of my photography style, and that's kind of where I started learning how. Rachel or Daniel? Oh. <laughs> oh, Daniel. Really? Absolutely. I would say Rachel. Interesting. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, Serena Chan, pushing me to do things like becoming a photographer and saying that you can actually do this and you're crazy for doubting yourself. Why did you doubt yourself? 
fear of failure. It's not something I've ever done before. Everything was so clear-cut, like, I have a degree, I'm, I'm going to get a job, and I'm just going to go and work. And Be linear. Be linear. So you look at the other path, which is photography, or any form of creative, really. It's not a clear-cut line. The concept would be put in the work, put in the work, build on your portfolio, your skills, and keep seeking out opportunities to make that uh, tangible and mm -hmm. sustainable. And you can't see anything past that. That's scary. Mm -hmm. All that work might not amount to anything for quite some time. Whereas if you just work every day, eight hours, nine to five, or whatever, Paycheck guaranteed. Paycheck guaranteed. <laughs> Paycheck guaranteed, which then lets you just chill and cruise and <laughs> do whatever. And the inability to see more outside of just putting in the work and seeing where that takes you can be very scary because then I start getting into like, but I suck. I'm not good enough. Look at all these other people. They're doing crazy good things and I'm just starting out and now what I'm gonna spend the next five ten years of my time doing this thing but have no idea if it's going to lead to anything that's failure in some way to someone but when I started doing those things and realized that these putting in that work creating this podcast creating the vlogs taking photos are all things that I enjoy there's no failure in that at least in my mind that's an interesting perspective yeah. very optimistic it's very optimistic I guess you always say optimism is practical I do not say optimism is practical you say that all the time Garvey say, says optimism uh, is practical well, it's, it's the same thing at this point I say if I'm enjoying what I'm doing it might work out but I'm already enjoying doing it, so I'm already winning in some case. Mm -hmm. Do you have a creative background? I used to spend a lot of time on Photoshop back when I was in late grade 8, mm -hmm. high school. Um, just kind of on the side, just fiddling around with uh, some sort of visual arts, nothing too crazy didn't really delve into graphic design i made my logo i made a logo once and printed it on a shirt that was did you cool. i'm not showing you anything i want to see it nope i'm good it was on a shirt somewhere i think i tossed it actually it might i'm gonna be ask my your sister i think it's my parents place i will ask your mom it's got my logo on it um it's got my name on the back i want to see that and it was suspect but definitely delved a lot <laughs> into that a long time ago and it's something that I enjoyed, but never really figured is something that I could make money out of. Have you ever taken any classes or anything? No, not really. So you're self-taught? I would say I'm self-taught for sure. There's definitely sources of inspiration that um, promotes that thinking and where it's very apparent that that's where my creative uh, is coming from. Would but you ever consider taking classes? Oh, absolutely. Learning is fun. <laughs> that's one thing... Um, when we say failure, to me, the learning aspect and like finally breaking through after fa failure after failure is the best. 
that's I, I think I, I like that feeling a lot. So if you were to take a class, what would you go learn? Are you doing one soon? Are you going to attend my workshop? I'm going to attend your workshop. Oh, good, good. Assu- assuming I'm here, but if I'm not, yes. then I'll attend the next one. I want to do like a short series of food photography, like three, three workshop series or something. I'd love to do food photography. Okay. I suck at it. Yes, you do. And yeah, but I want to get better at it. Yes. All right. Um, Was there a first identifiable moment where creativity started for you? I would say, yeah, back in high school, creating those little graphics, uh, visual art. I don't know what to call them. They're sort of just like I spent. They're not paintings because they're all digital. Um, I spent a lot of time back then just kind of creating these. I think they were called like tags or signatures that you would put in forums so people would have like a little end card um, and they would want certain characters on it and a certain look or style and I would spend a lot of time looking at other people's work going through and trying to replicate that and then bringing the technique I learned and putting it into my own stuff and at some point people started recognizing like you do this style really well, and I realized like, I picked certain components from other people's and melded it into my own, and I guess that's kind of an v- obvious um, answer. Is It's obvious now, but in hindsight, it's 2020, so. <laughs> do you have a non-creative-related obsession? non-creative does video games count it's i feel like that could be that could count that could feel you're not designing the yeah i yeah no like if i'm ever like really just i'm done i'm gonna go and play video games i used to read Mm -hmm. um, but i also find that the books that i've read tend to steer me those are your books books they're all blurry oh can you hit record again where? The, the red button. Nice. Good. Yeah, like, I used to read a lot of books, but as of late, I've just kind of been down-tempoing because the books that I read make you think more, and mm, yeah, you definitely need a break from that, so... A break from thinking? A break from thinking. So playing mindless video games helps uh, as an obsession, but not, not like super obsession. Did you used to be super obsessed? Absolutely. Absolutely, I was... Absolutely, you were. Yes. Okay. Is there anything you feel that you're not seeing enough of in the creative community? You said collaboration. I would probably agree. It's even with the 2M stuff, but also just a personal belief is that collaboration trumps competition. Not to say that there's anything wrong with being competitive. Uh, It's nice to be able to go toe-to-toe at someone and see who can one-up the other but not in a way to say that I'm better than you but it's just a means to improve none yeah it's not about standing it's about working with and I think collaboration is something that we see very little of and something that I'd like to see more of how do you handle personal branding I usually go to my designer 
um, her Instagram is Serena Chan Design. You would be much overjoyed to go check out her page and <laughs> definitely send her a DM if you need personal branding. I currently have nothing. Work in progress. It's a work in progress, but um, she's the one that did all the 2M stuff, and it's we get a lot of compliments on it. Do we? We really do. Oh, that's nice. Like, the reason why people talk to us in Switzerland is like, yo, like your page is clean and crispy. Very nice. So, you know, I mean, if that's getting mad props, then definitely <laughs> hit her up. Ah, oh, yes. Um, my last question is just, do you have any upcoming projects? I am going to be shooting weddings in the summer so when I'm back I'll be doing some weddings there so that'll be in August September July August September something around that range I have a potential collaboration with somebody from Geneva we're planning to reach out to some businesses and do a little short film on a day in the life and kind of uh, broadcast that and as far as other upcoming projects go you know keeping up with the vlogs keeping it with the podcast uh gonna try and create more regular podcast content instead of just having them come in bursts at a time so those are the sort of like from creating more content for 2m is the real project here very cool where can people support you find and support you yeah um definitely check me out on instagram at Migs underscore that's j-u-a-n-m-i-g-s underscore um if you like more curated and per professional looking stuff but also focus on community and collaboration go check out 2m creative labs on instagram go listen to this podcast because it's part of my stuff and that means a lot that people are listening to this and it definitely is a nice push Having, having people listen to your stuff is always good. Obviously, doing it for the sake of is nice, but it's always nice to have a little bit more incentive. Um, so support me on the podcast, also 2M Creative Labs. YouTube channel with our vlogs. I want to push out a YouTube tutorial at some point. Oh, yes. So definitely go have a peek at that as well. And yeah, those are all my uh, platforms. Oh, and say hi to me if you see me. Nah. Alright. <laughs> I tried. Alright, that's everything. Thank you. Thank you. This is your podcast. This is your episode. Ah, uh, yes. Alright, cool. Cool. How do I... Hit the record button. Cool.